0: Another one, too. Slug to right field. That's it a ton. Grossman doesn't know where it is because it's gone. A mammoth two-run homer for Justin Smoke to straightaway right field. His fourth of the season is a two-run shot, and it is 5-0 Blue Jays.
1: Well... They didn't need Josh Donaldson. They didn't need Jose Bautista. And they didn't need Edwin Encarnacion. They had <laughs> home runs last night. I think how many they would have hit if they had those three guys. Oh they, would have been, they would have each had one more. And how
0: great was it would that the announcer six. said Grossman can't see it or doesn't
1: know where it is? <laughs> yes. Well, both, both might have been true. Both might have been true. All right, gentlemen. Miguel Sano goes back on the DL today. Third straight year he's been on the DL. Uh... Two sessions last year, right? He was on. uh, Was he on earlier before he went on for the last? Because he finished the season last two uh, from August twelfth to the end of the season. Yep. I got a question for you. Are you ready?
0: Was this a piping hot take?
1: No, a question. Biggest problem a team has in Twin City sports right now: Timberwolves with Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Twins with Miguel Sano. I'm going B. Because at least Wiggins, I know it's money, but at least Wiggins plays. Wiggins has missed one game; he plays.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What do you do with this guy? What are they going to do with this man to get him to take baseball seriously? Because what you can't can possibly a big, do.
2: There's a big question with both guys with Wiggins and Sano. The the, the biggest question is commitment, right? Yes. It's just how committed they are to being as good as so they commit, can be. Yes.
1: Yes. Wiggins uh, shows up. Plays doesn't doesn't always play well, but he plays. Anybody, but you're right. It's it, is he committed to greatness? No, is he is Snow committed to greatness? Not even close. Right, he isn't even committed to mediocrity. Because right now he's mediocre. I don't care about his slugging percentage. Uh, How about uh, his
0: exit velocity?
1: He is striking out more than any position player in the history of baseball who has had, what, a 1,000 of bats or something. 41% of the time, and now he gets a minor quad. He'll be—I predict that he will not be ready to go on a rehab assignment when the 10 days on a DL, because they put it back like three, four days— a week from now, he still won't be on his rehab assignment. You
2: know the amazing thing too is Sano has the physical talent to go and get the same type of money that Andrew Wiggins oh, got. Yes, yes, but he's yes. not going to get it because whether no. rather it's this front office or one of the other twenty nine front offices around baseball. They're going to look at him and say, "We're not giving you this this kind of money. You're not you're not in shape. You're you're hurt all well, the we, time. We can't." And there's questions we, about your commitment.
1: Yes, and we can, and you know. If somebody throws you a bad breaking ball, you can hit it five hundred feet, but I can also strike you out when guys are on base. And the unfortunate,
0: going back to your original question, Patrick, the unfortunate thing that both of these franchises face is that both of these players have no value to any other team. Their biggest value is to the team that currently owns their rights. I mean, if the Twins wanted to trade them, they wouldn't get anything for him right now because other teams are now seeing. How limited he is. Well,
1: Manny and I might throw out a trade for uh, Wiggins later, but there's nothing for at right now. <laughs> no nothing. No team is gonna give know, you anything. No, no, him. they're not gonna give you anything. You could you could put him on waivers and somebody'd claim him, but that wouldn't do you much good. I don't, I don't know what, what you possibly do. All I know is in spring of two thousand in March of 2016, I addressed in a column his lack of a commitment and his being much larger than he had to be. And the concerns. And I got vilified by yeah. all the geniuses back here uh, yeah, in, in uh, Blogger Nation and everywhere else. And I'm still waiting for the apologies. I'm still waiting for I don't, the apologies. I don't think
0: you're going to be getting that probably no,
1: soon. Probably not. But uh, it's. Blogging uh, Nation, that's uh, a good one. I like they, Blogging uh, Nation. they people. like to. People like to, when he's got a, a hot week or two, they like to say, well, Size, you know, size doesn't make any difference. This guy was a big guy, this guy was a big guy. Nobody's ever been this big and tried to play baseball. He weighs 290 pounds and he cannot stay healthy. Who is there anybody in the world that follows baseball Surprised to see him on the deal? Of course not. No. You know, and that's in why April. The in April. Uh, in April, the initial comparison
0: when the weight stuff started to become a, a, a talker in this town was, "Well, look at Kirby. Please, God Almighty,
2: oh don't God. compare the two, <laughs> yeah, because right. Kirby for one was thing, a center fielder and yeah. a freak athlete. Well, Man.
0: and number two, he played all the time. Puck, yeah. yes. puck never
1: went on the DL ever. Yeah, yeah it's a till he went blind.
2: Well, right. <laughs> I, I still go back to that. The Yankee game that uh, where Sanchez hit the walk off off of Rodney, yeah, and just the the that the error that Miguel yes, made I mean, he fell down. I think when, that he gets, must, when he just when he stumbled probably... over trying to get like that. If that doesn't tell you that the yeah. guy has no clue as to how to get himself into shape and to be healthy and to take care of himself, then I don't. I, I don't I'm, know what to tell I'm you. I'm
1: saying that uh, that's where he that's where he hurt his that's where he damaged his uh, hammy probably when he fell over his feet right trying to make the play i mean it it's because he didn't play i don't know that, what right? the hell are you gonna do with him what are you gonna do i'll tell you what i do that's why it's stupid to call up then in, in my opinion i this petite is uh they're gonna play him at second tonight that's fine but they're they're acting like the guy's are only here for five or six days that's ridiculous you got to even if he can play at the end of this uh DL stint you got to send him to rochester for 2 weeks and tell him do something hit a ball over the right center field fence do something
0: and because it doesn't matter how much you know a, a front office person a manager whoever can it, if if it doesn't burn within inside of himself it's not it's all useless because it, he's the only person that can t- that can make the transformation. No
2: and one can do it say, it's for the him. the same thing with Andrew Wiggins, too. I mean, we can talk Dave, about what yeah. Tibbs can tell him and what Jimmy yeah, Butler can yeah. tell him, but it's got to be gonna him. He's going to work
1: on, you know, I heard uh, that Phil was kind of ripping uh, Tibbs today. I, that would become a surprise to everybody. But uh, uh, the idea that uh, he threw out the excuse of negotiating the contract last year. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday. Yeah, I saw well, that, yeah. yeah. I, of course, he made it up. Right. He was trying to throw him a bone, right, and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, okay, that let's try it again." But I, you know, you got a lot better chance getting through to Wiggins than you do to Miguel Sano though. In my yeah. opinion, I think you got a, I think you got a forty percent chance of getting through to Andrew Wiggins. You got a four percent chance of getting through to Miguel Sano. <laughs> God love him. It's it's too bad, but uh, uh, you know, boy, this from the day. Okay, it wasn't when Santana hurt his finger, but from the day Polanco got got suspended for suspended, nothing good's happened. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's it's good true. happened. All right, we'll be back. Can I throw this in for free? Of course, my new Dell computer. Oof, I like it. You, a lot. D- I, you said something the I other day like about it. A lot. I like the. You know, I need a little stroke there on the keyboard. I got to be able to pound it a little bit. Because you're it's not a pecker.
0: Good. You don't. You don't. I pack. know. I am
1: a pecker. You are. But I, I don't. I am a pecker and a pecker. But uh, <laughs> uh, as if for the keyboard, <laughs> but uh Marty. But yeah, I'm a hunting pecker. But I got to be able to hit something. I can't. You know glide across the keyboard okay and it's really good it's a hell of a machine i like it a lot uh so, so I, thanks I del that, i could put that plug in for them Dell.
2: hey it's a Dell. that's what, right
1: what it wasn't what i would people recommended to me but i like it a lot so uh fellas you know what's happening saturday uh
0: Town baseball starting from a lot of a lot of spots. The Kentucky Derby, boy, oh, yeah. did that oh, sneak
1: up on us this year, didn't it?
0: It's because of the extended winter, isn't it? I think
1: that's might be what it is around here. Canterbury opens this weekend, you know. For they're racing. already opening. Well, they have started I think last year, or the year before they started opening on Derby Week again. They used wow. to always open on the Preakness Week but they don't uh, justified is the favorite uh, three to one which is a pretty uh, low uh, you know low odds for a morning line now I don't know they used to draw the the post positions uh on Wednesdays it was Thursday and then it was Wednesday okay. I don't know why they draw it on Tuesday it must be for betting purposes I guess they probably if you if you, you can't start taking bets and you know you got to you don't take to start taking the real bets until they see whether they're 1 through 2 where sure, they are 1 sure. through 20. But that must be the reason. I I had no idea why. Justify is the undefeated winner of the Santa Anita Derby. Uh he's uh so he's the favorite, but boy he has not gotten much uh much uh, pub at all uh justified. And uh he's the favorite. He's only had three races. He's won, he's three and all. He's won them by a combined 20 lengths. Magnum, Moon, 4-0, Arkansas Derby, Rebel Derby down at Auckland, uh, Oakland Park. But uh, it just, man alive, it just... Uh, we knew about American Pharaoh in 2015 before he won mm-hmm. and then ended up winning becoming the first Triple Crown winner since 78. And uh, I don't know what's happened, but is it... I, I don't think it's an has, interesting, it, though, because... Has it been that think sports the Minnesota sports scene has been so hectic that we had no time to even consider? Yeah, who was winning that the der- that who might be part of it for the derby because
0: we make at least a couple of trips out to Canterbury every summer. Yeah, and I've never been to a you know when when they have whether it's the derby the Preakness whatever I've never been out there, but I know that they get fantastic crowds out there for when they have the uh, the, the triple
1: crown the races. triple crown races, especially if. You got one that's oh, yeah, was the first two or mm-hmm. something, yeah. which has happened quite often. But anyway, it's uh, uh, Bob Baffert said, uh, you know, of course, uh, he had uh, American Feral. it's one of the toughest derbies I've ever seen. All the important horses got good draws, he said. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I gotta admit, I know uh, Todd Pletcher has four in the field Magnum Moon, Audible. Vinny Rosso and Noble Indy and uh 4. I, how do you get 4 derby horses in there, man? Did uh, did Gronk's horse make it? Did Gronk's horse make it? I don't know. Remember the, it's it's called It's the, called the Gronk, horse is called Gron- Gronk. Yeah. Gronkowski <laughs> or Gronk, right?
0: Cuz he's I a big horse know. racing boss. Yeah,
1: and they were they were trying to get in there but uh here it is. Tom uh uh lone sailors in there uh owned by gail benson the widow of new orleans saints owner tom benson look wayne d wayne lucas 82 years old now there were seven horses listed at thirty-one, thirty 30 to one and uh so anyway the field 20 horses i don't it doesn't look like gronk made it i don't. i don't know what happened with Brock. but no. anyway i used to get out there on derby saturday every year i might make it if the weather's nice but man alive it just really sneaked up on us i thought
0: now i I, i've heard the story and i don't know if manny has but because of our five o'clock guest you got to tell the great story of when you and the manager went out to go see uh was it secretary who'd you guys go see
1: oh secretary yeah no he was managing the uh (laughs) american league all-star team at cincinnati 1988 and i had been uh in eighty, when we were opening here in eighty five, okay. they, I went out and did. I went to Tartan Farms down in Ocala, at Ocala, Florida, and I went to uh, Saratoga the, the spray, the the fall before, and then I went to uh, uh, Claymore and Farms to see in eighty five to see and spent two, three days, a couple of days there, uh, near there, uh, and got to know the people down there. Sure and so when we were in Cincinnati, I said to TK on Monday, I said hey, do you want to get up, you want to drive down and see Secretariat early tomorrow morning I'll call uh, Seth uh, what the hell's the family, Seth uh, whatever the guy's name is who ran the ran sure. a farm mm-hmm. I called him, he said sure so I picked him up at 6 o'clock in the morning, we drove down to Paris, Kentucky, it's two hours, a little less, and uh you know, we got to see Secretary and TK was having the time of his life and uh, <laughs> he loved it and uh, they were uh, Spectacular Bid was down there too, another Triple Crown winner. Okay. Sp- spectacular and they, they were shooing Spectacular Bid that day so they gave each one of us one of his old horseshoes, they shined it up and gave it And And then Secretariat you know, was he was out there running in his pasture and there was seven or eight of us at the fence and I told you when he he, he knows when he's showing off. He knows when he's watching, so he kind of gallops across the rise, and then he comes down and drops his equipment at the fence to <laughs> let, you, let you get a good look, you know? And uh, apparently the nicest horse that ever lived. I, I told you that when they put him in the stub, you know, sometimes they got to tease the stallions to get him yep. aroused. All they had to do was point him toward the shed. They said he was ready to go. And... <laughs> <laughs> and and he'd give him a little love bite at the back of the neck when he got done too. A he was a, he was the a, effort. he was a uh, he was a very uh polite uh, lover right Well guess. that's very good. <laughs> but the best part was we come back and it's like noon and there's The day of the game. The day of the game. The all-star game. Maybe 11.30. There's seven people from ABC or whoever it is out in the front looking like, where the hell? You, where's the manager? Where's the manager? <laughs> this was no cell phones, you know. And uh, the, they were all going crazy. Oh, my God. Was I great. Love that story. It was great. But that was a pretty good... Uh, Early column, you know, taking the manager down to or going down with the manager, see secretary, because he's a great horse guy, you know. He, oh yeah, he knows yeah. what he's watching. I I don't know. You know, they had a cemetery down there of their great. Their their uh, many of their great horses. They had a cemetery and they buried them like next to the one of the barns. And if you were a really fantastic horse, they would bury the whole. Carcass. They would bury the whole body, sure. but the others they would bury the head, the hooves, and the testicles. Yep, <laughs> those were the, the key. Those were the ones. They, the the key, key, key elements. Yes, <laughs> the head, the hooves, and the and the testicles. And uh, I think Secretary got the whole body buried, obviously, because he's one of the one of the great horses. I would of all just time. like
0: to picture not only all the news outlets and the news people, <laughs> but the poor. PR guy from the American <laughs> League. Going, yes, Where the bleep is the manager? Where's the manager? <laughs>
1: okay, Check it out. The, who the equipment. Was the Twins' uh, PR guy there who was with him? Then Robbie Anthony probably was it. Robbie probably had the job. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was fun. Hey, TK, will be with us at five oh three. Kentucky Derby is going to be run Saturday for the 144th time. Pretty amazing, isn't it? 144 of those. Here's Johnny Height with a sports update. Thank you,
3: Patrick. This update sponsored by Wendy's. Try now the Wendy's Southwest Avocado Chicken Salad and the Southwest Avocado Chicken Sandwich, made with creamy avocados, Southwest Ranch, crisp applewood smoked bacon, and pepper jack cheese at participating Wendy's for a limited time. And
1: yes, dear. Yeah. Can you still get a double cheese with onions and a little mayo? Oh, on it, Johnny? sure you okay, can at yeah, Wendy's. Okay, oh, yeah, that's what we like. Remember when the Baconator thing. came out at Wendy's? and Everybody
0: <laughs> lost their minds. Not <laughs> Oh,
1: it was great. I keep it simple—just a nice little double cheese, onion, and uh, a little mayo. Twins
3: Toronto tonight from Target Field. Very wholesome. <laughs> Kyle Gibson <laughs> pitches me in shape. Pitches <laughs> for the Twins. Marco Estrada goes for Toronto. Uh, as uh, you've heard, no doubt, Miguel Sano put on the disabled list today. Speaking Bre- of in shape. I'm just calling him large from now on. Maybe we should call, call him Miguel large. the Baconator. Yeah, the Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the D L Retroactive to April twenty eighth. The twins to take his spot on the roster bring up veteran utility infielder Gregorio Petit to make room on the forty man roster because Petit was not on the forty man, they designated
1: left handed pitcher Dietrich Enns for release. Remember those for first Sunday. two weeks when not much was happening and the boys yeah. they've been so itchy with their trigger finger they couldn't stand it. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't <laughs> wait to start making moves.
2: Do you remember when they had Miguel in right field, and, oh. and he got hurt, and everybody tried to say it was because because, right it was because he was playing in right, right field. field. No, yes. it's because yes. he's just not in shape.
3: Yes, uh, The Twins lineup for tonight, Petit actually already in the lineup. Uh, Brian Dozier, he's uh, he's not been hitting well the last uh, 10 they, games they, or so. He's
1: not hurt, right? No, he's no not indication hurt. he's hurt. No, okay. just that's uh, good.
3: He was 3 for 31 in okay. his last 30-minute right. bats. Uh, the lineup for tonight, uh, Robbie Grossman leads off, plays right field. Mauer at first base, Kepler in center field. Uh, Escobar, Escobar's hitting the ball really well, actually.
1: Is he really a four-hitter on a championship no, team? No, no. I, I don't know. Is Robbie
3: Grossman a off hitter on a championship team? <laughs>
1: Escobar hits cleanup
3: and plays third base. Rosario in left field. Mitch Garver catching again, hitting sixth. Logan Morrison, D.H. has hit seventh. Adrian's at shortstop. And then Petit hitting ninth. At second base. Every
1: day when I don't keep scoring, I just kind of watch the game. I look at the box score the next morning, hopeful that Logan Morrison got a hit, but usually I'm disappointed.
0: (laughs) You know, there's not a lot of talk. I mean, the talk of Dozier being a free agent and Maurer being a free agent, but nobody really mentions the fact that Escobar is going to be a free agent after the end of this year. He's been a great player for them. Oh, God, what a
1: character, too. He's got Mm -hmm. the power water. He's my favorite twin. You notice that the power water has got a plug on it for the, what's the name of the? Steakhouse downtown where you eat as much as you Fogo want. Fogo de show, yeah. yeah. Fogo de sho. He's shown. a big. He always shown. putting in. Showing. He's always putting in a plug for Fogo when he when he's interviewed and stuff. He must get free meals. Good for, for him. Pork chops some damn. Yeah. Fogo power water that he drinks, which is just water. You know. The problem is he keeps taking Miguel. Yeah. Michigan. Okay,
0: that's <laughs> yeah. enough, for
3: Miguel. Yeah. yeah no more gone. Miguel. You see Miguel coming?
1: They lock the doors. Oh, we're closed. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <we're on. laughs>
3: Uh, One other Major League Baseball note from today, the Mariners and A's will open the next season in Tokyo. Major League Baseball making that announcement today marks the second time the two American League West foes have squared off at the Tokyo Dome to begin a regular season. They'll play that two-game series March 20th and 21st. The game's official will count as home games for Oakland. Mariners. Why
1: would they not have the Angels in on that game when you got Otani?
3: Good question. I
2: was just gonna say, does this mean Ichiro is gonna play another year yes, with the
3: Mariners next to year? Yes, To make him play another
1: year.
3: <laughs> Uh, Mariners and A's will also play two exhibition games each against Japanese teams. Before that, March 17th and 18th in
1: doubleheaders at the. Remember Duke the last Dolan time now. they did this? What a disaster it was! Nobody even knew the Nobody season had opened. Oh, that's right, I do remember yeah, that. Is, I think they it was come the back A's then, and they come too, back wasn't it? and then play exhibition
3: right. games in Florida, in Arizona. I think it was the A's that time too, wasn't it? It was A. I think A's and Mariners because this is the second time they've done it. Okay, so uh, wasn't but it was at five in
1: the morning, right? Or some, yeah, very early. It was time yeah uh, this evening, i thought bud they you know i like bud i was like bud but i never thought he was a brain surgeon but man he's looking pretty good compared to these morons <laughs> <laughs> uh, this evening on this very station
3: the season debut of the adrian heath show the coach will be talking about his minnesota united at six o'clock right after anybody
1: get hurt today in training not today but man the they one. got a lot of injuries. yeah
3: this past saturday they got another one ridiculous. they're their best players yeah. too Yeah. Uh, Gopher basketball recruit will be sidelined until fall after having shoulder surgery this past Friday. creighton Durham Hall graduate Daniel Oturu is injured in his first practice at the Nike Hoop Summit in Portland. His shoulder needs reconstructive surgery. Tip- a typical timeline is four to six months for a full recovery. Oof. Gophers coaching staff and Oturu are expecting he will be ready once the season gets underway in November.
1: All right, Johnny. It's time to get into the steam zone on the ride with Royce. When you see me in misery. Boy, with all the hot stuff going on in sports, we have kept the uh, steam zone on the back burner way <laughs> too long, I would say. Uh, wouldn't you, gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time to break out the steam zone. And, of course, to review.
0: A lot of dust on the steam to zone. To <laughs> review,
1: the steam zone it can be either a hot take. Yep. A piping hot take. That's two. A scalding hot take, which is uh, the optimum and hot takes, mm-hmm. or this? I'm going out to cut grass. Yeah, that's really boring. That is the really boring uh, hot take. Why so, do I
0: love that song so, so much? Uh,
1: so what What inspired that?
0: It was what? the day we had TK on, uh-huh. the day of the All-Star, All-Star game, yep. uh-huh. and you asked him, and the majority of the conversation was, hey, you know, you managing a couple, blah, 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 and... Are you going to watch the game tonight, TK? I'm right. going out to cut grass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he wasn't alive. No, he was no. not. That's why we love him. <laughs> All right. Well, we will start with Mr. John Haidt here in the steam zone.
3: Well, mine's mine's the twins, of course. Okay. i got to go with the twins. I have several uh, several things I'd like to point okay. out. I'm okay. giving up on the Twins making the playoffs at this giving point.
1: Giving up. It is over it, on uh, May 1st. Uh, we have played 24 games, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, roughly uh, 48, 96, 120. Yeah,
3: One-seventh uh, one of the schedule, right? Well, I'll tell you why. Why? Because I, I, I did some math. Okay. And I looked at the American League standings. Uh-huh. A lot of good teams in the American League right now, and I think they'll all stay good. Uh, Boston, New York, even Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, not bad. Uh, Cleveland in their division, they're going to get a lot better, I think. They're going to win that uh-huh. division easily. I don't think yeah. there's going to be a contest. And Houston, Seattle and the Angels in the West.
1: Uh, Are you saying teams. the Central's a little weak with uh, uh, yes. yep. with uh, Guardy being in second place with an 11-16 and 16 record? <laughs> I, I am moment. saying that. Uh,
3: yes. Now, I thought with all these good teams in the American League, you're going to have to win 90 games to yes. make the playoffs. That means the Twins have to go eighty-one and fifty-seven the rest of the way. I see no chance of that happening for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, I think they're dead in the water as mm-hmm. we speak. I think it's going to be a lost season. The Buxton problem—that's uh, that, going to be a problem for a while. Again, he's probably at best, at best, going to have half a decent season. At mm-hmm. best, okay. by the Buxton time he's season. Okay. by the time he's healthy again. Mm-hmm. So no. I you know I've pretty much given up completely on so Snow. I hate to say that, but but I pretty much have. He can't hit the ball. He's not in shape. He, he, well, and he can barely field it. He, he makes some nice athletic Were plays. you talking about but, me? No, no, Chris. Well, uh, not you. Uh, and he he can't do it. And the pitching, uh, well, this has been sketchy at best. I don't see any any future whatsoever. I go. I'll still go watch him. I'll yeah. watch them on TV, but so I So how many, uh, no uh, future.
1: If, if this is going to be a really hot take, give yep. me a win total now.
3: Uh, I'll be happy, I would be happy with uh, 81 and 81. Okay. 500. Well, but you're not predicting 81 and 81. Uh, I would predict, uh, I'll give
1: them 81 and 81, Okay, sure. 81, yep. okay, I'll yep. give you that oh. because... That's a piping hot spot. Because I tank. think after all of that, you're being overly optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that would be the way I'd put it. How about you, Manny? Well,
2: to uh, my hot take is actually going to piggyback off of uh, Johnny's hot take. It is also related to the Twins. I'm not nearly as optimistic as Johnny is right now with them, <laughs> even though he's pretty negative on them right now, too. I told you before the show today, yeah. Pat, that this is starting to look like a 90-loss team mm-hmm. to me. My hot take is this. I don't even think they're going to get to seventy wins.
0: Ooh wow. This is so there, there, there's what? a lot of we're there's back. a
2: lot of bad stuff going on right now with Sano being hurt and Buxton and the pitching not being at, that good and you know the the bullpen and all that stuff and I I just I just don't I you know how I, it, it kind of it the probably won't it probably won't be this bad. But it's it's just kind of got this 2011 feel where just everything just the wheels just come tumbling off. I don't know what that's going to mean for the manager or not, but I don't think they're going to get to 70 wins. I think this is going to this is going to be a season long deal.
1: Don't get to 70. So in other words, we're pretty much 68 or 69. We're not quite wins. back to 2016, but we're getting there.
0: Close, and man. then you know what we're gonna Nine have to do. We're gonna have to start losing games in September to secure that number one pick. <laughs> yes,
1: that's right. Because that now has become a thing in baseball. Oh yeah, it's yeah. now tanking yeah. base. It's the ones. It was the one sport that was tank proof because there was no really logic to it. But now we try to take Oh, we got his fault Yes, that's uh, that's oh, pretty boy. good. Oh my, that's a scolding hunt. Not seventy wins. I still got them for. Yeah.
2: The reason why I feel that way is I think we're going to get to the deadline. They're going to be so far out of it that they're going to start probably moving some well, guys. They did so. it
1: last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. How about you, Reavers? Rick, what do you got to bash the Twins about? I was,
0: uh, I'm actually not going to do the Twins because okay. I knew they'd be covered here, but uh, I was not on the air yesterday, and my uh, <clears throat> beef is with General Manager Rick Spielman. Okay. All right. You had one job. <laughs> you had one job entering Thursday's NFL draft, and that was to obtain a starter for your offensive line on a team that you yourself... Have declared has one mission, and that is to go and maybe even eventually win the Super Bowl. You failed to do that. I don't care about your board, your horizontal board, and your project that you drafted in the second round that you think might be a starter in two years. Ricky had one job. (laughs) quit being cute with your oh we're going to we're going to move back and collect assets. This was not the year to do that. This was the year to maybe give up assets and move up in the draft and get a starter for your at best mediocre offensive line. I get that they took the kid, the defensive back in the first round. I was fine with that. But you did not obtain a starter for your offensive so what line. What you're
1: saying is they should have moved up in the second round when the guard started getting so. When you clearly saw
0: they they were coming off the board right away, you knew that there was going to be a run on them. You moved up to draft a kicker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'll give you that. Oh,
2: that's a
3: piping. I, that's I, and sake. the reason it bugged I me. I
1: say, though, if you're going to get the guard, get him. At 30. Take him at get, 30. Get him 30th yeah. and worry about the other guys. And game then later. you can supplement the roster after that. That's because Hernandez fun. was
2: there, right? Will
0: Hernandez,
1: yes.
2: the, the UTEP guard. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: they're, 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 apparently, their explanation, without coming out and saying it, is he's not the athlete, He's a big bruiser type, right? Oh, and they, they want the guy that they can they get out and an run. Athlete and... And get out. Yeah. He did not fit their profile. Well, but, it, uh, I think it worked Hernandez out really and...
0: well last time they took a right tackle from Pitt.
1: <laughs> Who was that?
0: <laughs> that would be your guy, TJ Clemings.
1: Yeah, but that was, how What? How high did that go?
0: It was third or fourth round.
1: We lost T.J. finally, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. T.J. Oh, yeah. was third with Washington. Was Washington.
0: Washington. Yeah. Yeah. T.J.
1: will be a starting guard in the NFL and do okay. He's just not a tackle.
2: Yeah, well, that is yeah. part of the problem. He's just
1: not a tackle. He's a pretty good athlete, but he's. No, I just don't I get think it.
2: he'll do okay as a guard just because he's so god-awful as a tackle. <laughs> I'm sure you guys covered it <laughs> extensively yesterday, but I, I
0: just, I don't get it. You had, you literally had one job. To get, to get a starter well, for your offensive line. The odd line.
1: thing was that they didn't really try to, uh, they didn't worry about 2018. Even after not getting a well, guard, they didn't worry about 2018.
2: What was it Did you said yesterday, Pat, was that the only guy that Spielman got for today was the,
0: the kicker? kicker? Yeah, the yeah. only guy
1: that's going to yeah. play yeah. this season is the kicker.
0: Yeah, and, and you had Forbath <laughs> who wasn't bad. I mean, he didn't really lose. I mean, I know he missed a few extra points, but he didn't really lose you a game. I have no problem taking the kicker, but I don't know. It's just funny that he's going to be the only one that you're. Yeah, I don't understand it. I think, (laughs) I think we will honestly. I think we will look back on this draft as a real big blunder for this organization.
1: All right, did I grade you yet? Yeah, you gave me a deuce. Deuce. Okay. Well, here's my daily complaint. My daily complaint is against all football writers and other media, TV guys in this town. Uh, in the sports business who actually go out and listen to Rick Spielman's uh, <laughs> pre-draft preview. That's, uh, that's, my, uh, that's my complaint. That's going to
2: be like your daily that, complaint every that day. That they for, don't
1: like, just <laughs> ignore him. He's not going to tell you anything. Don't pander to him. Don't pretend <laughs> like he's going to say anything. Boycott him boycott him I think I know it'll be interesting
3: at the 23rd pick um because i've already had two calls yeah um, uh, yeah. yeah sure you did
1: meanwhile he's calling <laughs> Rappaport. he's calling floria he's leaving you guys and you guys are all out there oh Rick, tell us something he's not gonna tell you anything he's a liar <laughs> and he feeds all his information to the national guys and you guys go out there and pander to him before uh before the draft and I'm 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 very disappointed in you
3: <laughs> the uh, phone has been whether you believe me or not, but I'm telling you, it's been the most active it's been in a while.
1: Mm-hmm. We
3: mm-hmm. should, you know, what we should do. I should
1: go out there some year and just say, oh, shut <laughs> <up.">
3: <laughs> We should
0: do The Wheel of Rick. We'll replay a soundbite and you guess the year because That's he says the no,
1: sense, oh, says yeah. the same not nonsense. Whisper and Rick, though. No, oh, no, <laughs> Whisper and Rick was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You know, they all Tell play that at here. his
1: memorial service if, uh, 40 years from now. Keep a tape if he dies, <laughs> uh, play that at a memorial service. <laughs> All right, we'll be back.
3: Clive, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history.
1: Patrick? Ricky goes, a pitch ticket. He's going to have it. He does. Ricky Henderson, no contest, steals third base, jerks the bag from its (laughs) moorings, and holds it aloft, representing number 939. Lou Brock was a similar, a great base stealer. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. <laughs> May 1, 1991, Ricky Henderson steals his 939th base to break Lou Brock's record. Lou was there to watch it. Mm-hmm. Louis, uh, Ricky was trying to be humble But that wasn't his strong point. That was not his strong point. Do you realize that uh, he played 12 more seasons after he broke the record? Now, about three of them he was limping to the finish line, Mm -hmm. you know, and he played till he was 45. But he ended up with 1,406 stolen bases. He set the record at 939, and he ended up at 1,406.
0: You know what Ricky had? one job (laughs)
1: yeah well steal that base several jobs oh he was good yeah he was (laughs) scoring runs he's the all-time runs leader 2295 runs scored and when he retired he was the all-time leader in walks with 2190 barry bonds broke past it yeah but how many of barry's were intentional
0: intentional. nobody Mm -hmm. tried to throw a
1: strike to him right ricky drew walks and of course what helped to draw walks is every time somebody called a strike on him, he turned around and looked at him I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? I didn't swing at it. It's a walk. It's a ball. 75 leadoff home runs Oof. in his career. That's a record. And uh, But in uh, he came in night in 1979. He broke into 1979 uh, with Oakland. Didn't have a real good year. 1980, Billy Martin came in. And uh, he uh, went uh, crazy. 1982, he stole 130 bases to set the American <laughs> League record, to set the Major League record. Uh, the single-season record had been 118 by Brock in 1974. Uh, hit 24 home runs in 1985. I think, uh, you know what made him unique, don't you? Threw left, batted right. There's been about, there's very, Ryan Lamar does that. That's but there's right. been very few of those guys. Mm-hmm. In major league history, that, I guess I mean, mom do knows best. <laughs> yes, uh, that uh, not not too many of them uh, go that way, but he's one of the best players in the history of the game. I he's agree, of, like, absolutely. I top agree. fifteen players in the history of the game, and a goofy guy. There is uh, no, no I doubt still. About I don't it. care if it's true or not. The John Olroot story yeah, is one of my favorites. Yes, it's it's become uh, well. <laughs> you got to go with it. He was born on Christmas Day, nineteen fifty eight. When he was seven years old, his family moved to Oakland, and he befriended Charlie, oh, Charlie O'Fiddly, the owner. Mm-hmm. He got to know Charlie as a kid. And of course, Charlie's big buddy was the ha- was Hammer. Hammer. He was, you know, <laughs> Hammer worked for him. <laughs> he was a so, bad boy, right? And they, yeah, and they called him. Well, no, he was a gopher. He ran and he'd send take messages down to the okay. clubhouse and tell the manager who to play. And he was a smart ass kid, but they called him the the A's called him the Hammer. And the other teams knew him, too, and they called him Hammer because they thought he looked like Henry Aaron. So that's that's where
0: that nickname came man, from. Man, I play with a guy in Toronto that yeah, had a batting oh, helmet. Like yeah, that. Ricky, it oh was me.
1: <laughs> uh, fourth, fourth round draft choice in 1976. Yeah, he was, uh, man, he was, I don't know what his IQ was out in the street, but uh, in baseball it was 1,000%, uh, man. So she chose it baseball for me. That's right. And his English teacher just had a heart attack. <laughs> <not> to happen. <laughs> all right. Anyway, well, hey, we got TK on. Well, one of our questions today. Well, well TK would have had him. He, oh yeah. Did I he have Ricky at as, as an all star? I would have had him in both all star games. Yeah. I Think. I, I don't know if Ricky made both all star teams or not, but he played against him enough, and I'm sure he yelled at it, umpires enough for not calling <laughs> a strike on him because uh, they didn't call many strikes. We shall return. Tom Kelly will be with us when we get back.